You'd be putting the effort in to cheat. <laughs> to get up and lean over. I'm not that tall. Oh no no no. See that's that's how I know you're not you're not a you're not thinking like an adventure game protagonist, because you use the pole can hand. <laughs> Don't do that, that'll make your screen flex and break. Uh, or or you know, some elaborate weight system that lets you tilt the whole thing. <laughs> Full Throttle's uh, remastered edition came out, so this shit's well, been Well, Talon, I think out. I saw something under the front of your computer. Lift Whoop. it up and check. It's her, so I had to tease the cockroach to make it run under your computer. Yeah, except this is... except in uh, the... A friend of mine streamed, uh, streamed a uh, Full Throttle, full throttle uh, remastered the uh, day before yesterday, so... And what do you think ah, of that? Remaster. It's a pretty good remaster. Mm. I'm, I I watched some trailers for it, and, I, and the thing that really stood out to me is... I love the music from that game, but oh my god, the music from that game is garbage. <laughs> no, no, the music from that game is perfect for that game. Yeah. It's like what Chad Kroger fantasizes about sounding like. It's what Chad Kroger wishes he was. Yeah, every, in fact, that game is what Chad Kroger wishes he was, like, as an experience. To be fair, that game is what I wish I was. <laughs> I can't consciously recall anything about the music, but could it be anything but just driving metal? It, it's it's biker metal butt rock from the 90s. It's, it's real good. It's 90s southern butt rock. <laughs> also, as far as I know, it's one of the only games of that era which represented a big fat beardy guy as something other than a joke, which is really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. A joke or a villain, right? Uh, yeah, good point. Also, can I think of it? Is also one of the only games I can remember which conspicuously had a tough fat woman as a major character, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. fucking ruled. <laughs> like, don't don't get me wrong. You still I don't remember who this was at all? No, I'm you... disappointed. I can't she's remember. One of the yeah, yeah, she's the lead. It's voiced by Tress McNeil. Yeah, um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the, the game is still focused on Ben and Maureen, who are some of your iconic '90s sexual dimorphism humanist. Humans are two different species, kind of bullshit. But because the whole style oh, the of other... everything, hmm? go on. Ben has nothing to do with that game. Oh yeah, he is just a on there for the ride. <laughs> the protagonist of Full, of full Throttle re, uh, Full Throttle is Mo. Yeah. She is the one that the plot acts upon. She is the one who does things that mm. actually impact the plot. And, like, you do things on her direction and try to catch up with her. That is basically what Ben does the entire game, is try and see what's going on. Which is... It, it also strikes me now, I'm thinking about it, a lot of that game, like, the game has the the implication of speed and momentum. The bulk of the point and clicking in that game, the puzzle parts of that game, are moments of interruption. It's, mm-hmm. the game has pulled you off your bike, now you must do the things to get your bike back. And I think that's a really interesting kind of structure, because most of the point and clickers at the time were all one <clears throat> big interruption, like Day of the Tentacle. You know, it just occurred to me we should probably actually put this in the episode. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm realizing. Uh, you guys not recording this? Yeah, we're, we're totally recording this. That is no problem. Talent can fix it in post. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. So, hello and welcome to the Downloadable Concept Podcast. I'm definitely not fixing this in post, Talon Lee. That over there is causing me more problems by putting everything in the wrong order. Whatever. Fox Lee. And here we have the, no, go on Jeb, sorry about the crosstalk of Jeb Ranch. Do you not like that I did some crosstalk for you, right? That was just yeah, for you. Yeah, just for you. Just, 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 just perfect. I know it's very special to you <laughs> because you and I... I'm still waiting for the cross I'm still waiting. Oh, dear. 
Behind the scenes of the downloadable concept podcast editing process, Jeb has logged into the recording software as Jebish. But the thing is, because of my association with Fox, I read this as Jeb Bish, meaning Jeb the Bishonen. So I'm just seeing, like, really elegantly flowing beard. <laughs> Jeb and someone, his beautiful girl someone, beard. Someone, someone has to draw this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Talk, talking about uh, things people have to draw, it's Gamer X next week, isn't it? Yes, oh. it is. Oh, GX Australia. Yes. Yeah. There will be two different ones of those, and unfortunately, this is going to be our last, it would seem, because the the crew who are putting it on can't really afford to do another one after this year, but maybe someone else will pick it up and we'll get to have more. But yeah. We got some last-minute corporate we, he says, like he's been involved <laughs> in the project. <laughs> Uh, Fox, make it work. <laughs> GamerX Australia got some last minute corporate sponsorship that allowed for, amongst other things, the big old after party, which sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun for people who aren't me. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it's going to be super great. It'll be huge <laughs> and fun and loud and dancey and you and I will leave early. <laughs> you realize that you are the parents at this party, right? Oh, God, yeah. I've been the parents at this party since I was 14, Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> there has never been anyone who was happier to go, it's a bit loud, maybe I'll just go home early. There's this thing I've Wait, seen. Wait, no, sorry. There is someone. It's I could stay or... Bed sounds really nice. I mean, I got all these drawings to do and Breath of the Wild ain't gonna play itself. This this thing I've seen in uh, American shows depicting some degree of party... Um, not not you know the raucous teen one, but always like the 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 middle of the range party. Like this is not meant to be something you judge the characters as being bad people for. Oh right, okay. The the acceptable kid party. Yeah, and the thing is, one of the things I've noticed in that, especially in the ones that are set in like Oklahoma or anywhere in anywhere anywhere <clears throat> in cyclone territory, really, what happens is the parents go down to the basement and they're just like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch TV and and, and you read the newspaper and are you kids okay up there? Okay, okay. I'm just like that sounds like it. Oh, Bones. Oh, everyone's having a party. I'm going to go down into the basement and play video games. Why would... Okay, if you have a basement, why would you have a party upstairs? I I, I, admit, I have a little bit of basement envy. <laughs> having grown up in a place where there are basically not basements. Bear in mind, you grew up in a place where houses are put on stilts. <laughs> well, that's why you don't want a basement. <laughs> You'd have the lake in there. <laughs> For perspective, the listener... You can walk in a straight line from Fox's backyard, where she grew up as a kid, and into the lake. And all that happens is you go slightly downhill. You can pretty much walk across the lake, because that lake is, I think it's technically a lagoon. Yes. Or a tidal yeah, estuary or something. It's not, um, look, I could almost swim in it when I was nine. <laughs> it's a flooded strand. Pretty much. Yes. And that's why it's so valuable. <laughs> Oh. Sure, sure. Anyway, I just it, it means that basements and attics too. They just seem like these magical child domains where adults aren't allowed to go. Yeah, there, there's this wistful sense of romance to them, which I, I will never know. Whereas we grew up, both of us, in areas that were primarily defined by uh by, by fibro mass produced chocolate box houses. Just you know, it <laughs> it is a square. We subdivide the square. <laughs> oh, Blonk. the Australian seventies and eighties fibro houses. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there's a reason we have the highest asbestos death rate in the world. <laughs> That's not quite true. I think we have the highest per head. Yeah. And it gets real bad when you split that along race lines. Because we're terrible people. 
Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> sure, that, that went in a bad direction. Let's have some fun. Spe- speaking of death from fibres... Um, <laughs> oh, God, where are we? Is this Bayonetta? Did anyone else see the Armand Kett pre-pre-release? He says, pretty sure Jab did. <laughs> I have seen some of it. Um, it's, it's, really, it's a really good pre-pre-release because if you only want to watch... Like, if you only want to watch, like, 20 minutes at a time, the matches are about that long. Because one side just got a better deck every time. Just womp, womp, womp. And then you get to the very end, and Cameron Lauda sits down across from, I assume, the Shadow Cameron. And it takes the last hour oh, of the whole match. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ilion, Yeah, Christ. that guy. And it, it is ridiculous. This haymaker magic of... At, at one point, someone gains 14 life in one turn from an almost empty board. Like, it is gross watching these two just slug the crap out of each other. Really fun thing to watch. And also, you get to watch as Adam Savadon? Savadon? Yeah. The host Uh of the, um, the host of the Sidewalk Slam wrestling podcast with Graham Stark, who normally has a problem at pre-pre-releases of swearing. (laughs) He's, he's a very cussy guy. Um. (laughs) The fuck is the problem with swearing? Well, he keeps a lid on it. He keeps a lid on it for his whole match. And then he plays a card, and Kathleen, who's observing the match, goes, What the shit? (laughs) (laughs) And they're both like, Come on! (laughs) I love the pre pre release. (laughs) Amonkhet looks good. Amonkhet does look pretty good. Um, The frames don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm super glad that the invocations look as bad as they do, because now I don't have to feel, ooh, I want one. Yeah, the sound of me shriveling up and dying there was because I've been, like, that's what I've been doing for the last month. I've mm. been doing card design, and it, oh, it is so It turns out you can put out anything. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you are, like, the biggest people in the business who we know know better because they've been doing this for what is it 30 freaking years now 1993 so 24 25. years 25 yeah 25 years <laughs> what the hell I, d- I don't know how that got past they have so many levels of checking and testing and making sure that hey. they haven't made bullshit hey hey fox hey fox with with um with the almond cat invocations some of the text is right justified some of it is left justified and oh, some of it is center justified you, don't you tell me that <laughs> Look, you can center justify text on a magic card if it's only one line of text and it's nowhere near taking in the whole box. Mm. That looks nice. Mm. Everything else left. Don't you even bring that right shit to it. Look, unless you're in another language. That's a different issue. Yeah. But <laughs> Have I shown you those amazing German cards? What's that? Well, I, oh, this is just how the names get longer and longer. Yeah, so yeah. They, they have to just cram the text. They have a real problem in that um, because <laughs> Germans are Germans in a agglutinative language. The listener, Nerd. agglutinative um, nerd, <laughs> uh, where you just bolt made bits up. together. Yeah. <laughs> All words are made up. <laughs> but you know what's a made up word? That's the joke. <laughs> but the um. The, in English, we have we have a lot of very simple words for a person who does a thing because we just have the suffix of er. <laughs> we have a lot of words for person who does thing because we just take thing and then we attach er on it. German doesn't do that. German has basically a 
a, another word for person who does thing. And it can be a different type of word for does thing well, does thing poorly, does thing casually, does thing, you know, basically. Oh, superb. So, so instead of just having like, so now consider how many Magic the Gathering red cards are effectively fire thrower. <laughs> oh, I know. And that German has the word for fire and then permutations of fire to indicate that it's not the same as just fire. So when we have fire slinger and flame slinger and fire um, fire thrower and those and and, and and of course prodigal pyromancer because pyromancer is not a word that exists in no, a meaningful sure. context because what you do with that is you translate that into person who throws fire. Well, you could, for argument's sake, you could. Uh, I mean, pyromancer is a made-up word too. Yes, yeah. just grabbing a word that means wizard and slapping an element on the front of it. And yeah, so maybe you could do something similar like that in German. I don't know if their word for wizard works like that. It means that German type One lines. Of their words oh. for wizard. Pro- like every language has a bunch of words for people who do magic shit. Well, th- that's also part of the interesting thing because some of the languages, for example, Chinese, doesn't have multiple words for types of undead. They have one word for thing that's <laughs> that not dead. That one was fun, like realizing how many different undead we have felt the need to specify between, mostly because we've just taken everyone else's fucking words for it. Yeah, um, but so the German <laughs> ones, here's the other thing. The font in the top line that, that names a card, by style guide, has a minimum height. <laughs> well, so, yeah, you need to be able to read that shit. Yes, but it means that the font can't go too small. Well, now that you, out, you have invocations, you don't have to be able to read yeah, it. Yeah, invocations is just fucking whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Those are not precedents! <laughs> but it means the only way to fit more text on that line, rather than take the font down a step, is to kern it differently. Which means you have oh. sometimes a 114-letter-long word stuffed into that little box all elbows and assholes the E's and the I's sharing space just in a desperate attempt to fit on the type line and apparently the internationalization team didn't used to have any kind of input in the in the development process (laughs) it used to just be we finish the product we give it to the internationalization team and they do it and now the internationalization team are like no seriously you've got to knock this shit off which is which is part of why Kaladesh you might notice a lot of the Kaladesh um, uh, red cards the really, uh, like, Je- Jeb will notice this more than Fox, because the one time Fox played Kaladesh, she just owned the shit out of all of us, and it was disgusting. <laughs> hey, that was a close match. It was great. <laughs> that went down to the wire, and it's about the only time I've ever just outplayed you. Yes. Fox Fox likes Kaladesh. I'm very fond of Kaladesh. <laughs> um, but you might notice that there's a lot of things like, um, what was it, the doorbusters? German has a word for a doorbuster. No. And it was just a matter of word for Mulfist? Uh No, but that because it's because an because Mulf- Mulfist doorbuster is a great car, a great thing. <laughs> Does it have a word for Rhino Train? I I just want to say, like, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Mulfist doorbuster is Fox's OK Keeper profile name. <laughs> it's that, or it's what we name our inevitable son. <laughs> Please, that's a daughter name. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> But yeah, and mole fist is also one of those words that's okay as an agglutinative word in English because we just go mole and fist. And the German version of that is just, oh, easy. Word for mole, word for fist. Great. Oh, like, mole. Yeah. I hit something. I thought you were all saying mole, like the little animal. That, <laughs> like, it's cute, but why would you make it into a weapon? It doesn't have any good attributes for that, really. It's Weirdly, the previous set... It's got razor-sharp razor claws. Yeah, and the it's previous set... timid about using them. ...had a big, scary, monstrous mole in it. If you're going to make something that burrows and has giant sharp claws into a fist, you probably want badger fists, really. 
Am I remembering that right, Jeb? <laughs> Diagraph Mole? Mole? Uh, Diagraph Mole was... Well, it's obviously from Innistrad, but... I yeah, yeah, one. yeah. It's, yeah, it was, it was like a 2-4 for 3, and whenever you sacrificed a clue, you gained 3 life? Something the hell like is... that. Ah, whatever. It, it owned. It <laughs> fucking owned. It stood in the way of everything, and it gained you life, and then you got your big green fat things online and smashed people in the face. It's fantastic. <laughs> anyway... I, I like the blue-green clue deck, okay? Give me a break. That's fine. <laughs> I like the green-red energy deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Du- double strikers with plus one, plus one counters. And none hey. Of, <laughs> none of these exist in standard. <laughs> Wait, Kaladish is out of standard already? No. Okay. Standard is being no, choked by Kaladish. Oh, standard. this is decks that are viable in the... <laughs> Blech. Oh, whatever. I've never cared about 75%. standard. I'm not about to start 75% now. 75% of standard decks are either Mardu Vehicles or Copycat. Yeah, which is a bummer. <laughs> they were doing so well for a while. Aether, but... Hub, Aether Hub has a 90% penetration into standard. Yeah. <laughs> That's my okay <laughs> So, hey. And, I'm look, gonna... for, and look, forward to, look forward to Amonkhet, which has a bunch of cards that were never meant to be played with cards from Battle for Zendikar Block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bunch of after the battle. The Vex in a format with Eldrazi Displacer. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Standard's gonna be a little bit fucked up. Hopefully, mon- hopefully Monday, Felder Guardian is banned, at least. And then other yeah. decks will exist. God, that is Monday, isn't it? Huh? Is Monday, is on the, Monday is the band announcement. Oh. Yeah. I'm so not used to having regular quick, like, it feels like the last one was a couple of weeks ago to me. I mean, I don't know. I know it wasn't, <laughs> but it still feels that way. <laughs> it was before CatCon. No, there was no? one between that. Oh, and there now. was another one. Okay. Now the one, the one before CanCon is the one that we, it, it was, that was the Smuggler's Culture one. Yeah, it was great. We were, we were selling things in CanCon, and across the way from us, there was a guy who was there to sell playmats and like prestige bling for your Magic the Gathering playing, and he had merchandise of Emrakul. I was like, well, this is this is awkward. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he was working with it because he had a big poster that was like Festival of the Band. Yeah, yeah, the I'm with the band poster. <laughs> Which has, you know, is featuring DJ Emrakul. <laughs> which does mean that the largest creature ever banned in standard is a woman. Sort of. Maybe. <laughs> Uses she pronouns. The under- yeah. Look, I don't see that we need any qualifier other than that, really. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to get messy. It makes shitty nerds angry. And that's why it makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you don't need any other qualifiers. <laughs> We've been also rewatching, well, re- not rewatching. We've been watching the GDQ streams now that there's a full playlist, which has got all of them. Yes, on. yes, we have, and for the first time ever, Talon and I have a fast enough internet connection to bloody watch some games done quick streams. <laughs> <laughs> Up until the last year, trying to stream anything in this house has been a nightmare, more or less. Yeah. But uh, now we can just, like, you you go on the internet and you can just watch things as if they were already on your hard drive. Like, it's fucking amazing. Do people know about this? We should get this. We should get everyone onto this. You could basically replace theaters with this. Were you two trying to make that bit just uneditable? No, sorry. Yes. Didn't hear Jeb right until the very end because he dropped in and out. My bad. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. It, the, the other, the other nice thing is that Jeb has enough radio discipline that when he starts something, he will finish it, which means I have it there when I do the edit. No, is that the best thing to do? Yeah. I usually stop because I think, oh shit, I have to stop cross talking. Yeah. Well, 
for I, I've been telling a lot of people this advice about podcasting in general. In if you're doing multi-track recording like we are, um, it, the natural intuition is to stop when you hear someone else talking because it gets confusing and it actually jumbles your own thoughts, uh, especially if you hear your own voice. So that's a that's a different thing. But uh, I can do that actually. Yeah, but uh, radio discipline-wise, it's a good idea to finish what you were saying so that when the edit goes back, they can just rearrange things so that they're separate. <laughs> Ah, oh, god fucking damn it. Well, my instinct was to keep fucking talking because I don't like stopping in the middle of a sentence, but I carefully learned to not do that because I thought you wanted me to stop. Sorry. Ah. I've been telling everyone useful stuff about podcasting, except the people I podcast Tell with. Tell me, you pot face! <laughs> now, one of these I... podcasters always lies. The other always tells the truth. <laughs> One of them always just You may send one tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey, video games. (laughs) I know I haven't been playing any video games because I got final revisions of my thesis, which is lots of referencing. Lots and lots of referencing. Yeah. Uh, Not fun. Not fun stuff at all. Though uh, I can now tell you that that, uh, referencing chess is super hard. (laughs) Like, re- what, referencing the game rules, or...? Giving an academic citation for a game, you go, game name, developer, publisher, date. But how do you cite oh, chess? Jesus it doesn't have any of those things, and it doesn't have any official rule set either, because it's been around for too long. It's like, the, the rules are a consensus arrived well, at well, by an international a... committee of anal assholes. <laughs> well, yeah, like, you would, you would, uh, you would cite, um... Fight for the the for the distributor of the rules, wouldn't you? The earliest text we have for chess, as in someone anywhere wrote anything down about the rules of chess, <laughs> is fourteen seventy five, and we don't know who wrote that. But it actually, it's just a rule set for chess. It's not part of a. It's also not like true. it's not some some douches field notes on another culture going, oh, and they have this extraordinary game! Oh, no, Ch- we Chess... We should steal it, and then act like it's always been white! Chess, Chess had moved to uh, medieval Europe well before 1475. No, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> right, 14, 14, yeah, that's not actually that lower number. The, the thing I love the most about this, though, is that these old rules predate the uh, queen uh, rules behaving the way they do. That was originally, that, card, that, that piece mm-hmm. was originally the vizier. And when the change... Which... That piece kept taking over the game <laughs> while the king's back was turned. Actually, the vizier was just a shit king. <laughs> yep. Like, it, it could just move like a king, and it didn't matter to the game state at all. <laughs> what a garbage piece. Yep. It was it was pretty bad. Um, but then, and there was some contention as to who did it first. The, the English think the English did it, the French think the French did it, and the Germans think the Germans did it. You don't say! Yeah. Of course. And the Spanish think the Portuguese did it, which is... The one thing that stood out is like, what? But um, someone started implementing the rules of chess where you could move the queen the full distance. And that contention was what that 1475 document was writing about. Because it was collecting, amongst other things, people whining about it on gendered grounds. (laughs) We cannot be giving a lady peace such power. Otherwise, women will believe it is their place to own the world. That's that's not how they talked in the 1470s. I, I don't know how they talked in the 1470s. With a lot of Fs. But but yeah, they, they it was exactly the same shit. Exactly the same. And why aren't there as many titties on magic cards anymore? <laughs> oh, God. 
So that's what my week of gaming has been. Talent Island, this just means the feminist conspiracy to take over gaming has been in place since at least the 13th century. <laughs> hmm. Um, and I know Fox has been super busy doing card development. Yeah, I've played pretty much nothing. <laughs> just some, uh, you know, little bit of Breath of the Wild, little bit of Fire Emblem Heroes. Nothing new, nothing terribly exciting. There's a game I was going to play, but then it turns out it's not out until June. Oh no, yeah, to poor talent. Oh no. We do have a PS4. I just, do I buy this game twice? <laughs> Will you go out to the den to play it? It's hard enough to get you, you. I haven't even managed to get you out there to play Bloodborne yet, and I know you're interested in Bloodborne. Bloodborne has to wait until I finish Dark Souls 2. Which has to wait until I've started Dark Souls 2. Are you allowed to tell people that you're playing Dark Souls games? Isn't there a rule about this? <laughs> Just for the first one. All right. Well, okay, like, I, I, think it, I think the implication was pretty clear when you were talking about seeing YouTube comments about Dark Souls 2. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly James Bond when it comes to covert options here. James Bond, the secret agent who gives everyone his full name. Actually, I guess I am kind of James Bond in that regard. Yeah. Also, apparently can't handle full-strength liquor. <laughs> Maybe there's a deeper story there. Maybe he knows he's an alcoholic and he's trying to take it easy. Yeah. I, I, um, sorry, the, the stuff that thanks to research I've had to look at recently has led to people going, are there academic papers about that? Which has then led to me producing other ridiculous <laughs> academic papers, such as the academic paper studying the alcoholism of James Bond. I didn't even realize that came from a paper. I thought it was just everyone knew. Mm. No, if you, uh, if you drink just normal strength alcohol, chances are you can handle your liquor better than James Bond, but you probably consume so much less than him. <laughs> but yeah, um... That's been that's been my week. Uh, Fox has been mostly busy. Hey, Jeb. Drawing hot boys, making card faces. How's space been? Uh, it's been a whole lot of space. It's pretty good. Space bin is not a very nice nickname for a game. <laughs> trash in been a, space. Been a lot of space. Been a lot of trash. Uh, been a lot of Krogans. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. You've got multiplayer now. I barely even touched the multiplayer. Without asking I you to expose it on uh, anything spoilery, Jeb, did you did you have any change of opinion on Andromeda, or are you still just enjoying it? It's really good. <laughs> All right, it's a lot of Krogans. It's really good. <laughs> Krogans are pretty great. Like overall, I'm not especially into Mass Effect, but I, I will rep for Krogans. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you find out that the, the there's a there's a there is a um, a youth uh, a, an age divide amongst the Krogan people. Ah, yes. Where the youth are just now discovering art, video games, porn, <laughs> <laughs> and so you find these terminals that talk about like Krogans meeting up together to 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 go LARPing. <laughs> Sorry, can you imagine a Krogan LARP? <laughs> I it's it's. Is there a remarkable difference between that and just a bunch of Krogan fighting? I'm now imagining... No, no, I'm, I'm imagining, like, those those um deathmatch servers where people refuse to fight and instead, like, build a functioning society using the scavenging tools. <laughs> yeah. And so now I'm just imagining a Krogan, like, laughing being a baker. Like, so hard. 
it's actually kind of interesting to see the 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 divide between the 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 Krogans who the only thing they know how to do is to fight for survival and wait there's more we can do here because we're not fighting for our survival all the time that, that is really cool yeah i'm always and a sucker is, for it things is very that clearly add... like it is very clearly like a, a divide between older and newer or older and younger krogan <laughs> older and yeah, that's about right <laughs> that's that's really cool cuz i mean that you know that kind of the well not a joke race but they're a fun goofball race and doing something that's actually quite serious and, and interesting in terms of cultural commentary, that that is very cool. Yeah. Now, no, I mean, I've, it's it's uh, it does the Mass Effect thing really good when it's doing the Mass Effect thing. Hey, cool. Do we want to make the edit any easier for Talon? Oh, son of. Do a... we ever? <laughs> nah, probably not. <laughs> there. I will say there has at least been one time I can think of where Jeb has made the edit easier for me, which is by signaling when he's about to go off on a rant we can't use. <laughs> I, uh, Excuse me for a moment. I have to yell for a while. To the angry dome. <laughs> no, I, I had a student ask about Sunset again. Because again? They, because they missed oh, no. it. Oh, no. As well. <laughs> we Well... You, you should look into Sunset and see what you think of Sunset. I'm not at the point where anyone's citing my own... Gritted teeth. <laughs> I'm not at the point oh, where anyone's dear. citing my own blog at me yet. Your eye was twitching. <laughs> Veins right, bursting on your forehead. <laughs> You're actually starting to glow bright red. <laughs> Yellow Four hair. Formed around you. Little, 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 little pebbles and rocks started raising <laughs> from the ground behind around you, which was amazing because you were inside, <laughs> but you still tore up the earth underneath you. <laughs> uh, even if I, even, if everything else about that game aside, I do love hating it. You know, you're serious about something when it can cause cross hatching to appear on you. <laughs> For retro gaming news, all the news that's been for the year of 2007. Isolated selections. Sorry, what's something very funny about that? Mm-mm, sorry. Isolated selections is my OK Cupid profile name. <laughs> it's my best of album. Now, do you know my Aaron Dent invocations? They could be anything. Just try and look it out. <laughs> Has read the pervert. <laughs> it looks like the word pervert. It's meant to be fervent. <laughs> it's gonna I'm happen. a big fan of Has read the pervert. <laughs> So I'm a big fan like... with the pervert. <laughs> so, 2007. You can't tell me they didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> oh, and it's all been worth it for that. No, no, no it hasn't. I love that Magic <laughs> Gathering now has a card just called Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and also Feed. <laughs> I love that card so much. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I do. I, that's the other thing, yeah, the sideways frames. Oh, boy. I like the concept of the cards, and I like the idea for a different way to position the dual names next to each other. Very cool. The frames? Oh, honey. <laughs> what is that? Wow. I watched the uh, I watched the uh preview stream uh, that Wizards put on. They spent a good amount of time explaining why the the afternet fr- aftermath frames were good. Actually, they talked about how they let you they let the artists do these. These wide, uh, wide resolution paintings. Mm. It's like, great. You can barely see the fucking things. <laughs> yeah, that's lovely for the person who buys a print of that artwork because they love that awful fucking card so much. 
So. <laughs> sure. No, I'm fine. It's all right. Have we talked about the colors on the invocations, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Testament to magic's grotesquely unbalanced past. Thanks for the reminder, wizards. One and a half. Signed, a green mage. One and a half green cards. <laughs> mm. I thought it was rough when I saw what red got, and then I realized green got nothing. Oh, yeah. Signed, a green red That's mage. Hope you I, like blue. I, <laughs> I don't. In fact, I'm green red. Did I mention that? I also like that the effect this had on forked lightning, was it? Is the price went up. <laughs> No! <laughs> like, there was apparently a uh. body of legacy burn players who didn't know Forked Lightning existed until they saw it on the invocation. It was like, holy shit, that's great. I've got to buy one. I've got to buy a set of those. But preferably one I can read. So yeah. Who's got an old one? <laughs> Wait, Forked Lightning or cha- Fork Bolt? Uh, sorry, the... the um... <laughs> fork Bolt is my GameCube profile. Uh, yeah, that, that's when you eat really fast with a fork. Um, no, uh, that's when you eat a fork. Oh, I see. Chain lightning. That was the one that chain lightning. Yeah, yeah, the one that got an invocation. All right, so right video games. Uh, yeah. Two thousand and seven. To give you some, uh, you know, to give you to give you some uh, context, this is when games for Windows Live launched. Launched. Wow. Launched. This is when StarCraft Two was announced. Uh, WiiWare was announced. Uh, Nokia revealed plans to revive the Engage brand. No, uh, no, we, we we weren't we weren't we weren't announced until like 2015, right? Yeah, good point. Uh, and also, 3D Realms released a teaser trailer for Duke Nukem Forever <laughs> six years after the last tra- trailer, and four years <laughs> before the game's release. All of these things went on to become major pillars of the gaming industry and are still with us today. Mm. So we're going to just do April thoroughly, but there's other stuff in 2007 that's awesome and I want to talk about, but it's all do, spread out over the year. Do April thoroughly is my OkCupid profile name. I always knew you were that kind of turtle fan. Anyway, first up, we I have a time. That kind of- and actually, <laughs> I hate jumpsuits. <laughs> First up, we have a tie-in for a reality TV show. <laughs> Superb! What a great place to start, isn't it? What was on reality TV in 2007? See, I'm at a disadvantage because I don't American fucking Idol? watch that stuff. Sorry, Jeb? American Idol? No, no. See, American Idol doesn't leave you with something useless that you then have to spend money on to get rid of. Ooh, is it one of those home building or car pimping ones? It is a it is a car related one. Yes, it's pimp my ride. Is this the pimp game. my ride. That oh, actually, God. you know what? <laughs> I actually feel like. Thanks, Ellie. I'll put I'll put Ellie under. I'll, I'll put Ellie under his blanket. I'll put him under his yeah. blanket. Uh. Once again, listener, uh, our dog is not suffering in any way. He just wants his blankie. <laughs> Bonus dog content. Same. Weapons just always sound dramatic. Like, they have no setting for just, hey, hey. Yeah. I need something. Yeah. Just, yeah. This is the worst. A histrionic dog. Please. Blanket. I'm dying. (laughs) Pimp My Ride, the PSP game. (laughs) What I was going to say was, out of all of them, that might not be a bad one to make a game out of, because if you don't have to spend money on anything involved in that game... 
I, I could imagine it being a lot more fun. Like, I, I enjoyed painting all my cars purple with green lighting in Saints Row. <laughs> well, it has um, a four. It has a forty on Metacritic. <laughs> well, they must have done something wrong. Well, for starters, it's a GTA clone. Oh, 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 no, don't put other stuff in there. Oh, no. It's it's not a game about making making ostentatious-looking cars. It's a GTA clone. What the f- You guys, do you know what your show is? Allow me to provide you with some quotes from one of the defining, most helpful reviews. Nauseatingly choppy frame rate. (laughs) Game crashes on a semi-regular mm-hmm. basis, corrupting or killing your save file for oh. this game or other games. Oh! There is no version of Pimp My Ride worth recommending to anyone, but this version is definitely the one that should be most actively avoided. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's They're quality. This is really bad. <laughs> They're all bad, a, but this one actively wishes you harm. It got a 1.7 on GameSpot. <laughs> Out of ten. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's, that is, wow, that is extra strength bad. The Wii version, which came out two years later, got a four. <laughs> Doesn't actually eat my other game files. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definite upgrade. Why, why would it have the ability to do that? What, how would you? That's an impressive well, look, I assume up. it's not deliberate. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's just... Causing faults on a level deeper than within the game itself, which is pretty special. Alright, now, a SingStar came out, which, like, that's, like, it's it's this time of year, it, it's 2007, there's a SingStar every month. But, well, this okay. is... Um, mm-hmm? You're not gonna let me guess? Well, this, well, go ahead, let's see if you can guess. Okay, um, wait, wait, okay, is it a band-specific one, or is no, it one of the general ones? No, it's a general one. I wanna say... I'm going to say 90s. No. Sting, Singstar Pop. Oh, yeah. Okay. But. Okay. But get this. Singstar Pop had on it songs like Three Doors Down's Kryptonite. And it yeah. had Alicia Keys' Fallen. Oh, I know what's on Pop. And it uh-huh. had Aha's song, The Sun Always Shines on TV. It had what? <laughs> Not kidding. Uh, yeah, it, it has The Sun Always Shines on TV, which is Aha's... Yeah, that was the greatest and most well-loved hit. It also has Take On Me. But, oh, good. But, well, <laughs> Can you say package deal? Yeah. <laughs> which is why it has Ashley Simpson's Invisible and Pieces of Me. Mm-hmm. But it also has Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy. There's an enormous number of Spanish tracks that weren't released in the American version. Talent, talent, talent. Do you know what I heard for the first time on Singstar Pop? What about me? <laughs> no, I'd heard that before. Uh, actually, I assume it's not on the international version. That wouldn't be. That surely was- not. Yeah, uh, if you don't have the Australian version of this, you are missing the fuck out, because What About Me is an amazing karaoke nonsense piece. It's like butt country. It, it, oh, it's just superb in every way. <laughs> and so let's make a stirring national identity anthem about having a whinge. <laughs> it really is. It really is. <laughs> Um, but no, the, the song that I heard for the first time on Sing Star Pop was, uh, one of the, the seminal hits of our time. Uh, it was the reason 
Oh. <laughs> and here's the thing. If you got this game, it got different songs based on region. Yeah. So if you were in mm-hmm. if you were in uh, Australia, I only assume kids didn't show up on the American version either. Australia's version didn't get "Take on Me." Who <laughs> didn't still get sunshine? Yes, oh, fantastic. That's the one you want to keep. Here, here's the list of songs that are that are on both the Australian and American versions. Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy, <laughs> The Clashes, Should I Stay or Should I Go, Hoobastank's The Reason, a underwritten <laughs> cover of itself, uh, <laughs> Natasha Bedingfield's These Words, and that's it. Wow. The rest of it is completely different. That is a lot less overlap than I expected. On the other hand, if you were in America, you got... Uh, you got a uh, you know, Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. You got Take on Me by Aha, as all free thinking people would want. And yet we still got the fucking Ashley Simpson song. But at the same time, you got Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. You got Daniel Powter's sure. Bad Day, and I gotta say, Daniel, fantastic. Daniel Powter. Well, that's the song, perfect. That song, that song was <clears throat> in fucking escapable. Yeah, at the time, I have never heard of that song. Like. Bad Day is as long-lasting in the Billboard charts as the Macarena was. Wow. That's how long it held mm-hmm. a top 100 position. Well, that's because it was featured in, uh, it was the uh, the You've Been Eliminated song for, for American Idol that year. Oh! <laughs> and so it was unfucking escapable <laughs> I'm getting real mad reading this US list. It's so much better than ours. Um, let's see. Really? Usually we get better drop-ins. Like, our version of Rocks is fucking incredible. Here's some stuff we don't have that the American version does. Does Destiny's Child, Survivor, Franz Ferdinand's Take Me Out, Gorillas, Feel oh, Good Inc. that. Not, not, not according to the AU release of this. Huh. Um, I want to dance with somebody who loves me. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry that, that, if we didn't have those songs, their version's better. We got Savage Garden. Well. The good one. The good Savage Garden. Oh, oh the one good Savage Garden song? No, it's not fair. There were two good Savage Garden <laughs> songs. <laughs> their first two songs. <laughs> By the way. We thought Truly Madly Deeply was a good song at the time, but that's because we were 14. Here are some songs that Australia oh, and the UK got. That the US didn't. What's My Age Again by Blink 182. Bohemian Like ah. You by the Dandy Walls. I was gonna say that one. Stacy's Mum by Fountains of Wayne. That oh yeah, come on. on. That's a karaoke song. And I don't know why the American version doesn't have this. Steppenwolf's Born to Be Wild. Yeah. See? That isn't bad at all. What did America do to miss out on that? And ours has What About Me. Not kidding. Go listen to it. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's by Now Sh- imagine singing it drunk at 3am. And the best thing about it is it's from Shannon Knoll, the second place. The second place. Australian Idol. <laughs> well, Australian Idol, I, I don't know if this is true of all the other idols, but Australian Idol was extremely consistent at predicting... Uh, the second place winner who was going to be popular and the first place winner we would never hear from again. Yeah, I, I actually have a very hard time remembering the actual winner, um, which is weird because he was- The a fuzzy th- guy. The fuzzy guy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was associated with Hillsong, yeah. the church group. Ugh. Like, I'm glad we never heard from him again. Yeah. He's making there, Christian pop rock. To, to His my, name was Guy Sebastian. To my to my recollection, the, the only person to have become relevant for Canadian Idol was Caitlin Porter, who won one of the years it was on. And um, he's a he was, for a brief period of time, a legitimate star, which made Canadian Idol really difficult to watch. 
because he was infinitely better than everybody else oh, no. by a long what? shot? Wasn't Kali Ray Jepsen? Did she come like 14th or something? Stupid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, probably Kali because Jepsen she's not good. Ooh. Hey, 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 hey. Let's she not say anything to Canada we can't take back. I she does fucking fight me. <laughs> I stand by my judgment. I'm not even talking about the. I'm not even talking about the memes, mimetic song. I'm talking like some of her other stuff. It's catchy, sure. Why not? Pop uh, music, she did whatever. She did a really nice song with um. What is it? The Owl Kingdom guys, which is just Owl like City? Owl City. Yeah, they just they just did a, a song together. that was like, let's go and have some fun. And don't get me wrong, it sounds like a church group, but it it's fun. <laughs> All right, whatever. Anyway. So not, they're not saying it's good. It's saying it's catchy. It's acceptable. No, no, that's it's fine. I, I wasn't uh, challenging you to fight me, Jeb, so much as whoever Talon wanted me to be careful not to offend with my judgment of boring pop singers. Well, All I of am, Canada. I am. I am the representative. I am the representative of Canada in this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> you would be. I'm not afraid of Canada because <laughs> nobody's afraid of me. Do you- so I can't remember who said it, but someone referred to Michigan as the giant hand holding holding Detroit back from fighting Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have the release of ah, uh, well, it's it's a let, let's call it a beloved franchise entry, and this is a weird one because it's a sub franchise of a franchise. Oh right, we were doing our retro gaming news. Yeah, we were. We weren't just talking about pop music, oh, yeah, which we, we could totally do. <laughs> yeah. The downloadable spin-off podcast. podcast. Mm. Uh, this is this is a game where you have to travel to all the worlds and collect all the hearts and rescue the princess. And it's it is the one you think it is, but it's also a spin-off of that one, so it's slightly obtuse. Well, I'm not sure if the one I thought it was was Zelda or Mario. Now, well, it was a Mario game. Okay, but Does it's not hearts. I don't remember hearts in Mario. Yeah, um, in this Where one, hearts. Uh, in this one, the main objective is to collect the eight pure hearts, one in each chapter. Huh. Yeah, this is Super Paper Mario for the Wii, which was apparently quite oh, well beloved. Nobody gave a shit about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that moment because <laughs> I'm looking at this going, huh, 85. Yeah. That's well, that's a good ag- and and it's got reviews recent enough that like you know people have been playing it recently <laughs> and reviewing it. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, uh what? Never mind. <laughs> All right, well, so I don't. This one, it's one of the. It's one of those games where it's like, I, the, the, the most I've heard about it has been, yeah, it exists. Okay, I was gone for about a minute and a half there. Oops. Shit, I thought you were just being quiet. I, I was saying stuff about Super Mario that nobody... Balls. No, shit. Nobody's really said anything about Sorry, it. Sorry, no, we totally lost you. No, no, that's okay, because that's audio still captured on Jeb's side, so I'll still get that. And um, we'll just not react to it like a pair of assholes. Yeah, it's true. But, I mean, Jeb, did you want to wrap up those thoughts or, you know? You can figure out what to do with it. All right, cool. Uh, so this game is a downloadable co- game on the PlayStation Store for the PlayStation 3 video game console. It was announced in February 8th at the DICE Summit and was released in April. It, it has a downloadable demo, which I love. I love that, like, we have these big title games that don't that don't get demos, but this one does have a free demo. Uh, you don't re- have to release a demo for something you know a bunch of morons are going to buy. Uh, this game received an unexpected boost in popularity when YouTube user Video Game Donkey created a parody trailer for the game titled Bubba Ducky that garnered 1.9 million views. Yeah, I have no idea what we're talking about. This game is built around the tech demo known as the Ducks demo for the PlayStation 3. 
<clears throat> using the motion sensing functions of this is 2007. yeah this is 2007 using the motion sensing functions of a six axis or DualShock 3 the player tilts a bathtub filled with water to move a rubber duck around the tub <laughs> there are pitfalls to avoid such as jumping out of the tub and sharks so it's which, like super ducky ball it's called super rubber dub <laughs> And that's got some OkCupid okay profile name quality. That's my OkCupid okay <laughs> profile name. Uh, oh yeah. Yep. We have the North American release of a Pokemon generation. Uh, 2007. Uh, black and white. Diamond, Diamond and Pearl. Pearl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a a Wii Lego game. Uh, it's gonna be fairly early on in the Lego yeah. things. Yeah, before they were all Lego something. Is oh. So it's before Lego Star Wars. Lego. Because that was the first Lego one I knew that came out. Uh, it's Bionicle Heroes. Oh, right. The uh, the the other Lego game franchise. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure they were just as good as the Lego... <laughs> Lego Angle Brackets franchise games. <laughs> Speaking of franchise, we have a tie-in game for a movie franchise. Oh, goody. Uh, 2000, so 2007... What movies were big? What things were people really thinking about and loving? Hmm. Is Vin Diesel in it? Yes, he is. Right. Is it about cars? It's about cars. And really dumb stories. (laughs) Yes, Jeb, you got it! (laughs) That's the thing. The Chronicles of Riddick games are really surprisingly good. Considerably better than the movie. (laughs) Come on, that movie is awful. Movie is really bad. Really bad. It is. I love that we have three different views on them on this. In that you have, you know, come on, that movie was awful. Jeb very affirmatively, no, that movie was bad. <laughs> and then there's me sitting here going like, oh, it's, it had things about it. No, it was, it, it was bad. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it ended. That was the best thing about it. It. I I did enjoy how much of a goddamn nerd it pointed out that Vin Diesel was. Because it was exactly the film you would make if your idea of Pitch Black was, what if we explained everything in this universe? (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't make it better, right? He wrote an RPG source book for his Mm -hmm. Riddick character and then had them make a movie about it. (laughs) And here's my problem. If you're going to do that, you just take your character... And do them in another setting, in another story. It's fine. You can actually just do that. If you want to make the same character over and over again, you can. So, the, Especially in fucking video games. The notable thing about Fast and the Furious video game is that it is so not notable, it doesn't get a full sentence to itself on Wikipedia. <laughs> Superb. Which Fast and Furious is it? Or in this podcast. Just to check. The Fast and the Furious. That's the first one. First oh, one. wow. Oh, no, that one's really bad. That... That when they ported it, was so unconfident in the franchise selling, it wasn't sold as a Fast and the Furious game in Japan. Oh, wow. It was called Wild Speed. (laughs) (laughs) I like that, though. It got a sequel called Wild Speed Pig Slip. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. I apologize for the distortion. And was I there, don't know if that was, was there, actually was a Wild Speed Three Hot Pursuit. I don't know. Oh my! Just, just okay. This is just Wild for Speed Underground. Wild for Speed The Run. Fast and the Furious getting my redger renewed. <laughs> Fast and the Furious tire rotation. Oh my god! It's street. Okay, in streetcar racing terms, uh, well, Hollywood streetcar racing. <laughs> 
uh, a pink slip is you 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 gamble your car against the other car. Okay. Whoever wins gets the car. Because <laughs> here in Australia, your pink slip is getting fired. No, no, it's a different thing for cars as yeah, well. Yeah, that's it's that's that's also insurance or whatever. Okay. Well, that's also uh, that's also slang we have as well. Okay, good, good, good. Just so long as I wasn't completely lost. And more importantly, bonus points because wild speed pink slip is definitely my OKQ. (laughs) (laughs) But but all right, all right. So so the reason I wanted to do a quick overview of 2007 as well is because 2007 saw it's ten years ago now, and it saw the release of. This first Assassin's Creed, Bioshock, Crackdown, Crisis, Mass Effect, Portal, Rock Band, Skate, The Darkness, and Uncharted. This is a remarkably good year for new franchises. Yeah, if you're a franchise builder, The Darkness! I mean, come on! (laughs) all then basically became incredibly long franchises that are dull and tedious in the current... Never mind! No, it was great! It was a beautiful... It was a time of new dawning ideas. Was there a Darkness 2? There was a The Darkness 2. Yeah, I I admit that one. I was not specifically (laughs) adding to my group. (laughs) And, And for what it's worth, Mass Effect statistically, on average, is a good game. Actually, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> and, you know, Portal, both portals are good. What's depressing is that Assassin's Creed probably, on average, is now not a very good game. Oh, God, no. Which is pretty upsetting, because it had so much promise. The thing with Assassin's Creed <laughs> is, after two, every single one of them just lowered my expectations of itself. <laughs> so, so like, Assassin's Creed 1, I liked. Assassin's Creed 2 was better than Assassin's Creed 1, markedly so, quite liked it. Then Assassin's Creed 2.1 happened, and it mostly made me go, I don't know, Assassin's Creed 2 was probably better? And, yeah. And and then that, that continued <clears throat> onward and onward until eventually I realized I've dug down a hole in the floor, and <laughs> Assassin's Creed and Assassin's Creed 2 haven't moved. It's just my standards for good have moved instead. Basically what I'm saying is Assassin's Creed lowered my standards, and I hope it's happy with itself. <laughs> With a, a small uh, exception for fuck liberation, I, I I quite like liberation. Going with Avaline. Yeah, yeah. I, I like liberation, and I I will give partial credit to three and four because three has all sorts of problems, but it tried an interesting thing. It just was also an annoying chore about talent. It. Talent. This is the sound of your standards being lowered. God, you're right. But four, <laughs> this is exactly what you just described. And four was excellent. Yeah, four let you swing... And four was excellent. Yeah, four let you swing on a rope from one boat to another, <laughs> kick a guy in the face, sword his buddy in the chest, then kick the steering wheel so it spun and threw the other guy off the side of the boat. It was great in those moments. <laughs> I understand four was a very good pirates game. Yeah. And really, do you need more out of a game? Well, I need them to stop calling it Assassin's Creed and just go, we're making a pirate game now. (laughs) Super. We killed off Desmond. We don't know what to do with ourselves. I mean, you could, like, Ubisoft game is itself a brand name now, more or less. So you could just go, it's Ubisoft game franchise and it's pirates this time. And I don't think you'd lose Mm. much in the way of of cachet from not being Assassin's Creed anymore. Mm -hmm. But also in 2007... There was some more wonderful tie-in shit. Like, The Shield got a tie-in. What's The Shield? The Shield is a gritty cop 
series with, I think, a very angry testicle. Oh, right. That oh we're done here. Yeah. The guy looked like an angry testicle. <laughs> <laughs> now, where's our video in time for the bill? <laughs> Watch out. He's got a shooter. <laughs> Uh, also, Inuyasha's, uh, one, one of the Inuyasha games got ported, so... Inuyasha was still getting games. Inuyasha was still getting games in 2007. It might, it might not have been finished yet. I mean, it did go on interminably. Tulip came out. Now, I understand a friend of Jeb's is playing Tulip as a Let's Play lately. Is this the one where it's spelled a C-H? Yes. That's a different thing. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, I know nothing about this I, game. My friend Trump's way is LPing. It's a game about kissing everyone in town. Everyone. And you play a weird-looking Muppet creature. <laughs> That's actually pretty cute. Everyone. I am intrigued. <laughs> there were two different Sonic the Hedgehog games this year. Ooh, um... 2007. Uh, well, SA2B? 2007, 2007 is the year that Sonic... 2007 is the year that Sonic 2006 came out on the PS3. Yes. <laughs> Superb. And is the other one SATV, or uh, am I a little late on it's that? It's Sonic and the Secret Rings. No, no. Okay. <clears throat> I am a little late, I think. Continuing the tie-in what the hell? 300 March to Glory came out. Ugh. Sure. Uh, three, three, Put on some fucking pants. <laughs> 300 March to Glory has a 50 on Metacritic. Which is to say, it's not even interestingly bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take your hyper macho game seriously when you're all running around in budgie smugglers and that's all there is to it. There was also a Tom Clancy release that came out at the same day as a Def Jam game, which meant that when you look at them in Wikipedia, they kind of just run together. So you get Def Jam icon Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2. That sounds like your Twitter bot made it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Def Jam's a basketball game. works for... I have a friend who works for uh, Ubisoft Red Storm. Oh. Making the, the Tom Clancy's. Okay. The what's that? Making the Tom Clancy's. Oh, right. I have a, fr- I have, I have a friend who works for, for Ubisoft's Tom Clancy division. <laughs> I don't think any of us... She worked on... She worked on... She worked on Ubisoft's uh, Tom Clancy's division by Ubisoft's Tom Clancy division. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I haven't told you that joke yet. I should. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably heard it. <laughs> nah, nah, she totally hasn't. Give it a go. I bet you'll appreciate it. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Oh, goody. Oh, also Odin Sphere. <laughs> yeah, sure. Je- count, count, that is not an also talent. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> the Surfs Up games came out. Oh, oh good. Yeah. All nine of them. Just come over Odin Sphere and go back to Ty and Hell. What the fuck? <laughs> Everyone, play Odin Sphere. The, it looks way, fucking you know incredible. What? You know that Surf's Up got a sequel this year? Oh god, no. is that, that, that's that's the one that that WrestleMania, sorry WWE, bought the rights and made and filled the movie with wrestler penguins to the penguin move. Okay, that's got to be an yes. improvement. <laughs> there is no possible way that is not a better film. See, I heard about this when it was being developed in the vein of. I don't know why, but WWE have bought the rights to, to <laughs> Surf's Up. That's really weird. Oh, well, haha. Imagine if they made a movie full of wrestler penguins. Ha 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 ha. And here we are. They should do this with and more shit ass franchises. A penguin. <laughs> they should absolutely do this with more well, shit ass animation franchises. <laughs> well, do you, do you know what. Fox, do you know what came out this month? I sure don't. 
<laughs> the Jetsons in WWE Robot WrestleMania. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I I wish you people all the best. I know you're gonna love this, where and you are, I am fine with that. Where you are going, I cannot follow. <laughs> but I wish you well on your journey, my friends. God, speed and God bless. Exactly. Um, you're doing God's work now. <laughs> now. I, I have mentioned period. I, I've mentioned this this year another point in another podcast because the weirdness of these two movies come th- these two movie tie in games at the same time stood out to me. It was it was The Godfather and Scarface both got tie in games in this year because that's a thing that happened. It's even more messed up than I thought. Oh, I know this. I know this one. Yeah, this is uh, Al Pacino. Uh, only yes, let one of them. License his image. So the other one was like, uh, um. He's called Mal Pacino in the credits. Mal Pacino, perfect, yeah. (laughs) No luck. They made up a model to use for Al Pacino's character in the Godfather game, Mm. who you don't play, by the way. No. You, they made up their own. They made up a Mal Pacino. You can, they made their own Pacino. They made their own Pacino. <laughs> Who is the original character, Aldo Trapani? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that to be his in-character name, Mal Pacino. <laughs> but the thing, so so here's the thing with the the Godfather game: the character you are is the guy responsible for basically winning every argument anyone ever had about oh the godfather's not that good a movie because because it every someone's like well where did that gun come from in the bathroom it's like well it was planted by aldo trapani in an earlier stealth mission talent i will not hear you unless you go and buy his real name planted by mal pacino it was planted by damn straight Uh, who 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 you know there's a plot hole who avenged bonacera's daughter mal pacino (laughs) who drove vito corleone to the hospital mal pacino who put the head in the bed mal pacino but best of all it does have voice acting from James Kahn, Robert Duvall, and Abe Vigoda. And Abe Vigoda is just 30 <laughs> seconds of screaming. Oh. Abe, Abe Vigoda's 30 seconds of screaming is my OKQ profile name. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Scarface game, it starts at the big crescendo. What it, what's it, Doc? What's it, Doc? Always says we're in the ditch now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So yeah, that was that was trivia. I just had to share with you. I I had to yeah, let you know. That's why you picked this year, isn't it? About the glory of Mel Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, I just mean that now, if they want to make a Godfather game, they have to license Mal Pacino's in. <laughs> also, he's just not as good look. He's just like not as well made as anyone else, despite the fact that he's the character you look at the most. Sure. <laughs> well, you want to, you want to maintain plausible deniability. This is not Al Pacino. He's his name is he's my OC. 
copy. Copy. Oh my god, Valderosi! This is my OC, Mal Pacino, do not steal. There was also. Mal Pacino the Hedgehog. <laughs> we have a mascot! Uh, and, and just so you know, also, Rocky Balboa came out in 2007. <laughs> so, hey. Unless it features the likeness of Sylvester Stallion, I'm not interested. Wasn't that his porn name? Probably. No, I'm not, I'm not joking. Um, I seem to remember that Sylvester Stallone did porn as the Italian Stallion. I, I, you know, I cannot confirm or deny that rumor, but if you did, you'd want it to be that. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's entirely possible this is my incredibly racist upbringing. Thing. Like, you know, yeah, it's all those filthy Italians, you can't trust them. Hey, how is Sylvester Stallone in Italian? I don't know. I'm not certain he is. We're going to have to find out. Uh, or maybe we'll forget about it as soon as we're hanging up the phone. <laughs> a lot more likely. A lot more likely. Anyway. It's that one. <laughs> so uh i hope you've had fun the listener <laughs> i know that i had fun watching fox basically die laughing that's <laughs> fine i'm dying <laughs> oh, dude. Um, we've had a lot of laughs today you've had all of them <laughs> Um, we would like to, again, thank We've you. We've had a lot of fun here tonight on the Downloadable Concept Podcast, but it, I think it is important to remember that friends don't let friends look directly at the Amonkhet Invocations. Yeah. <laughs> huh. As ever, always, we want to thank you for your uh, patronage on Patreon. It helps us keep the lights on on the server, and it you know encourages us to do more good stuff and potentially make more and extra sections. Uh, if you do actually have questions for Ask Professor Talon, I am willing to give it a shot. Um, I'll even make him hold the bubble pipe. <laughs> well, you know, it's usually, a tra- it's usually a chore to get me to stop holding the bubble pipe. <clears throat> um, but nonetheless, um, thank you very much for, for, for your time, the listener. As ever, always, that was Jeb. That's been Fox. And that's been Talon. Oh, wait, she died, didn't she? <laughs> No, I was trying to work out some way that I could do a vocal representation of the font on the invocations. <laughs> so to be like, and that's been indescribable word that might mean yeah. talent if you look at it sideways and squint. But uh, I couldn't work that out that's... because possibly it it can't be done. I I want you to envision now if Fox that's 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 Taldo Taldo <laughs> Taldo. <laughs> If Fox died, I, I want you to envision... Down the puppet! Yeah, there we go. I want you to envision the, the much like stack with a ghost sheet over it. And then they're like, ah, we're dead, we fall over, flop. And then they all stand up still under the sheet. <laughs> so you have one very wide, short ghost. Well, then they can't see, so they just run around under the sheet. Only to each other. And then a slap fight breaks out. Yes. Anyway, thank you very much for your time, the listener. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> See you next time.